All right, so uh, Andrew, mm-hmm. Andrew Lorario, my my blue dot buddy. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Oh yeah, um, I miss you, man. I miss like the in person conversations that we normally have. Now this is this is part of the new normal, I guess. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. I'm mm. that's the thing I'm wondering about, and the thing I kind of wanted to talk about is we are. Uh, I don't even know how many days now. I guess it's officially we are. Uh, 10 days i think we're 10 days for preppers it's been like years <laughs> right <laughs> for us <laughs> yeah it's been, it's been like it's been like 10 days maybe so it's been 10 days and i and i i wanted to have conversations with people because i've been wondering and thinking about um a few things and and i could maybe bring up some of those things that i've thought about um, but specifically, some people that I know and I care about are doing some really cool things. And I think it would be valuable for for some of us to share um, some of those things we do because we are in a time right now that is, uh, it's different for a lot of people. It's, it's a time of anxiety. It's a time of fear. Mm. Um, and for many, it's a time of like, ambiguity which maybe can be like a driver of of everything Um, yeah you know i think i think people are starting to seek out new ways to connect you know uh there's a there's a disconnect from a lot of things abruptly i feel and now a lot of people are looking to kind of i think find a way to to find new ways to connect and what that what that might feel like and how that might be so this, this could be cool so we we uh you really you and and Brian Delgado um, started Blue Dot a few years ago now. I don't know how many years. Five years? Is it five years almost now? I guess the idea really started in like 2012, uh, and it got rolling um, just through a lot of stuff that was happening at High Tech High. Like we started just doing stuff in clubs and classes, uh, and it didn't. After we found that you know it was having a lot of traction with kids, I guess it became an official thing in 2015 early and so right and then i i kind of started uh playing ball a little bit and hanging out we've been friends for a long time and yeah and 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 to say that it was exclusive i think would be inaccurate you know you were part of a lot of all that developmental stage as well i think brian and i just kind of like really sat down and tried to do something with it you know right yeah yeah and so maybe a word about that i we won't hit on this every time we talk about blue dot stuff but yeah. um a little bit about like what the purpose of it really is. What is it? What is the purpose? I think the purpose is to reimagine human development. Uh, And I think when you're doing that, you need to consider what's the state of it. Uh, How did it get to this point that we're at and how might we be able to leverage kind of um, the new, I guess, state of the world in a way that can contribute to human development and what's needed in that in that area so i I, that's a really kind of like broad statement but i think really what it's about is to try to uh find ways to uh broaden the ideas of what we consider to be human development to help bring in more people that haven't been part of that consideration previously and and really kind of like slingshot us into like a new future reality of what education and human development might look like. That's great. I so there are a lot of ways that that's happening, and and mm-hmm. I think um, having 
been a part of the things that Blue Dot is trying to do. Like, we'll probably hit on this a bunch of times um, if we do more of these things. Uh, but specifically, right now, we are in one of those uh, kind of feels like most changed kind of times. Yeah. Um, like uh, uh, if there is a paradigm shift that needed provocation, like here we are, we have a massive nudge that has happened, right? Something significant has happened that's forcing us in a way to rethink a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so, um, you know, having come from a background in teaching and in science work, being a chemist, um, it might be very, very easy to uh, pursue some sort of experience with distance learning, the hot new topic, um, in ways that are similar to what everybody else is doing, but you, you guys kind of came up with an idea that's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, we, well, I don't want to use the, the word like, like we're trying to be opportunistic here, you know, but I think that the, we're in a new situation where we can really grasp what's happening. And if you think about trying to revert back to a standardized curriculum, uh, you know, do, do what's comfortable. I can imagine that a lot of people might want to do that because it, we're in a situation where people might want to move to something that's comfortable. And all the assumptions about what kids need, especially from parents whose kids are at home now, they might be like, oh, they need math. They need science. They need writing. They need all these things that I guess have always been part of, especially what their educational experience has been and what they've always thought it has been. What I think we can move towards now is, you know, kids information's out there. Uh, I think over the years, there's been a, uh, a centralization and a standardization of learning, which has removed learning from homes and communities and has placed it in this place outside of that. And, you know, I've noticed with my own kids that like, I've come to a realization that I really haven't been part of their learning and development as much, you know, because I'm spending time with them every day now and I'm seeing what they're doing and I'm like much more intimately involved with that. And I'm thinking like, well, in my mind before, like, oh, there was just a place where that was happening and they were going off. And in their minds, there was a place where that was happening. And maybe the home wasn't as much for that, like, I guess what you would consider traditional learning. So I don't want, you know, kids get to choose where they're learning now. They get to see information online. They get to choose the personalities that they want to learn from. They have all this choice now in what they want to do. And there's all these opportunities for them to kind of like feel it out and be directors of what they're doing. What, what does that look and like? So, like, what are well, you seeing? Well, I'm just seeing, like, you know. You can even be specific about your own kids. Like, oh, like what are the things? Because I'm seeing the same thing. Yeah. Like, well, I, you know, I'm connecting with neighbors, you know. Uh, what are you doing over there? Over the fence. What are you doing over there? Oh, we're building this thing. You know, we're doing, I was like, okay, cool. Let me, let me, like, you know, because we're, we're seeking this connection with other people. I'm reaching out to, like, friends. Hey, what are you guys up to? Oh, cool. I might try that, you know. So specifically, like, you know your wife got that starter sourdough, gave it to Brian. Brian's brought some over here. So we've been experimenting and making like different sourdough, which is kind of cool. You know, we've been like planting plants. I don't know why everyone feels the urge to plant plants during this time, but like, it was just something like, you know, we have a yard, we haven't been using it for much anything, you know? And so we got out there and we started cleaning it up and making use of it. Uh, you know, I've been teaching them how to like ride a bike. We've been going out and like hiking around the local area, learning the different plants. And you know, the, it's weird, like, because there's no place that the kids are going to learn, they're asking a lot of questions now. Hey, dad, what's this? And uh, can we do this? And I want to build something. And, like, there's like this, there's this like urge for it now. And, and I'm part of it now. And it just feels, it feels cool. 
and there's all this like i guess like uh knowledge that's coming from like the home and the community that i think has just been absent for so long you know because it's just been in this other place and i don't know that's happening in other communities because i look online and i see like people hanging out on their balconies playing music you know and uh you just see like this richness of all this stuff that might have just been ignored previously or just hasn't been part of the routine i guess previously and it's coming out now and it, it's really cool to see you know um so so how do you how do you create a way to leverage that towards human development it in my mind it's almost like a a movement towards constructivism you know well so like, that's that's interesting right because i think it is ultimately like like playing outside mm-hmm. is ultimately constructivist yeah right like i'm trying to do this i didn't do it <laughs> i'm trying again with using yeah. what i learned to try and do it. Uh-huh. i don't understand this but i did understand that so is that poison oak right because it kind of looks yeah like yeah, yeah we were doing that right? we were walking the other day i was like don't touch that plant leave right. it three leave it, it be totally no. totally uh-huh. so i i guess i guess i'm wondering a couple of things like does that does that not happen at school and maybe we can go down that rabbit trail a lot yeah. what i may be more interested in is like to construct like do we first need to deconstruct right and we have a we have like a forced deconstruction happening right now. yeah i think we're forced to confront that right now like i totally. think it's happening like, no matter what deconstruction isn't, isn't the, yeah absolutely like, we don't have a choice but we're gonna come we're gonna go back in some way and i imagine there's gonna be a lot of people that have adjusted to this deconstructed kind of way of going forward because people are questioning you know like like what's more valuable right now? What what information is more valuable to learn? Do I need to sit down and go through these rote, you know, like problem sets? Or do I just need to kind of like just learn about my family, learn about each other, learn about myself, mm-hmm. learn about the yeah. the context of my situation within this environment and this community and then my neighbors and everything, you know? Um, and people yeah. I think are learning a lot of that right now. And there's a and then I go online, like even with the sourdough. I was watching a guy make starter and he's like, well, every place that you make starter has its own yeast in the air. It's going to make it differently. I was like, cool. So my sourdough is going to be unique. You know, if I do that uh, and it's, so I think there's this stuff that's happening that is transferable to other communities, but it's going to be unique. And I think that's where like the art and the culture comes in, which I think can be really cool too. And I think people are going to realize this. And if you go back to something where there's no more choice, where people aren't choosing yeah. to learn something, they're not seeing the imminent value and how it connects them to other people that they're close with, their communities, their families. They might start questioning, like, why the hell are we going back to this, you know? And teachers and mm. students, you know? And I, I think that there's going to be a piece of that. If Blue Dot Education were to be a part of that, I would try to create something that was so rich that it would, it would cause even more disruption. It would, would deconstruct it even more. And so create a new thing that kind of takes a foothold hole where people are like i got this thing now why go back to that you know mm-hmm. um let's explore this more because it, it's intriguing and it's it's connecting people and it's making it's bringing value to people's stories and their homes yeah. and their families yeah. and their communities so what's yeah. the attempt right we, we, we've been putting together these little boxes yeah I, I think you know to overthink it right now is to is to be a little bit too um heavy-handed in guiding what you want from people. So I think it right now it's more of an experimental phase. 
where we're putting together kind of like bags, ideas, things that have sparked our kind of like pursuits into these different learning um, areas in our own lives and put just putting like the raw materials in a bag and giving them to someone else. Something they might be able to easily find in their area uh, and then trying to just kind of like compel them to play with it, you know, to, to learn from it, to make things from it, to create, to, uh, to share their understanding. Uh, and th then I think there has to be a very purposeful way of capturing what they're doing, recognizing right. the value in what yeah. they're doing and sharing that again so that other people, you're building this repertoire of what people are doing and the signature they're leaving on what these raw materials or endeavors might be. And then, sure. then once you build that, people see like I can, I can take from that and, or I can contribute to it. And that creates a new community that I think is diverse. It's constructivist. It's, it's not guided or directed, you know? Yeah. And I yeah, think that so, might be a new thing. So we're in prototype one, mm -hmm. right? We have a few of these kits yeah. um, that are going out. Uh, I don't know if you have any of them right now. Yeah. Brian dropped off like six of them today. Okay. Yeah. So I, I got a bag of them. Too. It, it was a weird, like, Cause I got that fence out front and he's like on one side, I'm on the other side and he hands it over and it's like, you know, we're... yeah, <laughs> I had to hand, I had to give him some like cameras that I had. One of our students needed some, some cameras uh -huh. and uh, the faux pros. Yeah. Um, and so I like, gave him some, but the, you know, it was like, so I set him on the hood of his car. And I walked away and then he put on a glove and then he picked <laughs> everything's up. a drug deal now. It's like everything's like a drug deal. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, if my neighbors are looking, which they are, like they uh -huh. must be thinking, like, man, I'm sure they're social distancing. Yeah. But geez, that looks like a drug deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because um, normally when I see Brian, I run up, we give him a big hug. You know, it's like now it's just like, hey man, how you doing yeah, over there? It's, yeah. So um, the kits, uh, inspired yeah. by a, a few people, um, Lucetta, yeah, sure, big part of it, uh, art teacher, mm -hmm. my tech guy, um, Wes what, Davis, Wes Davis, yeah, one of our really good friends over on the East Coast. West, uh -huh. Um, what 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 do they look like? What do they look like? Uh, so they have some. We we got we had a conversation online, and we we're all like, you know, what are you guys getting into? What are you doing right now? You know, and maybe we can just start throwing together some materials. And uh, Lucetta was like, you know, well, I'm making like this chicken wire art form, and we put it outside, and people can contribute to it. And I'm also sewing, so you know, there's yarn in there, and there's stuff like that. And Brian's like, I've been planning a lot with Andy, so he put a little bag of compost in it, and some seeds, and some other stuff. Uh, some clay. You know, I'll, I, yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's like some cloth and there's some uh, glue. Like, there's just a lot of arts and crafts, like raw materials that you should be able to find either similar or or like you know alike things around your house. And uh, you know, popsicle sticks, tongue depressors, things like that. Mm -hmm. So there's just a bunch of stuff like that. In there. Um, and you know, as a teacher, we can build curriculum around that. So we can take our right. take on it, but I don't think it should be like a, this is what you should do with it. And we're going to guide you through that. It's just like, Oh, I'm going to look at it from maybe an academic standpoint and I can offer this opinion on it, but it's not the one that I think people should have. I think they should offer their opinions on it too. And they should be creative and share their thoughts as they go through that. It's almost like, you know, not, not to be corny, but you know, you want people to go on an intellectual like adventure through it. Right. 
Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I feel like that's actually the spirit of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I aren't like those of us who are are more privileged and have space. Like, you know, so many of our friends right now are, you know, posting stuff about like the garden that they're building. They're, yeah, they're posting stuff about redoing something in their house, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, that's a very privileged position that absolutely we have to be and because i'm doing the same thing putting garden mm-hmm. stuff in and reworking stuff and you know fixing things around the house the original idea was how can we impact those that are most in need that might be in the tightest kind of like living spaces that might be in the most kind of like overlooked communities things like yeah. that that was the original idea and how can we get the materials and connect them to a community of other people that are working with these materials and learn with it and also not just like, you know, give them everything, but invite them to contribute like their stories and what they're going through, you know? Yeah, completely. So the the hope is there are a few of these out there mm-hmm. and I think they're going to be in the hands of some kids and stuff in the next couple of days in a couple mm-hmm. different neighborhoods, Hopefully. a few different neighborhoods. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then we're going to see what happens. Which is kind yeah, of right now it's really experimental, and you know, I, like people, like I give a bag to someone, like, what should I do with this? I was like, I think you should play with it and figure out, like, I don't know, like, I think what would be the use your intuitive creativity and just come up with something, see what you can see, what you can do with it, you know? Yeah, um, I think that's basically it right now. It's really just very, like, sandbox, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we're gonna call this thing. Yeah, the sandbox. The right? sandbox. The sandbox. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's great. Great, and I think it is in the spirit of what we do. Yeah, like I, I was like, because I wasn't on the call, so kind of like, no, 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 and you know, but you, you know, you've been with us for so long that regardless, your influence has always been part of like our ideas. Right, but I like I, I didn't understand what it all was at first, and I, and even now, it's still like, oh, we're we're talking about something that is like super foundational. Yeah. Right, like 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 you talked about constructivism and i brought up deconstruction i do think mm-hmm. that we are in a time where like all a lot has been built like mm-hmm. k-12 education especially we can even talk about more than that um is a huge ivory tower like this is a massive construction mm-hmm. and to do anything differently and the people probably, that make decisions man it's served their success so why not why break down the tower right totally and so, yeah. you know, we are in a position where that change does is going to require dismantling and taking apart of some things. Uh-huh. It seems like, you know, we have, you, you use the term opportunistic as like you didn't want to say opportunistic, but there's an opportunity here, not necessarily mm-hmm. to, like we are seeing a lot, companies that are preying on people's anxieties, people's fears, people's whatever, and they're yeah. trying to sell their online learning platform where they're trying to sell their mm-hmm. you know academy or certificate you know certification website no i thing. think it, you know to stick with opportunity i think the opportunity is there to really reach out and show that learning should be a rich experience that that can be for everyone you know yeah and that's the cool thing about the boxes i think it's it's mm-hmm. like so primal <laughs> yeah well here's the thing about the box also like if you're not telling anyone what's valuable like people get to show you what's valuable. And so you're not ignoring those communities that typically haven't been a part of what those paths to success in, in traditional education. 
that by design has kind of ignored them you know we should have found a name for the boxes that instead of calling it the sandbox it should have been um something where we could still use the sat acronym <laughs> like for for the box yeah we're not gonna come up with it right now but no 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 like no. it's like students are something yeah <laughs> yeah we can get super cheesy there <laughs> stupid at traditional learning you know, right. <laughs> um yeah I, th- I think it just gives an opportunity for like people just to it just it shifts the idea of value you know and i, th- I think it could be cool man it could be cool we'll see yeah um, so um one thing that I'm, I'm wondering from people uh before we we, we and getting back to the idea that it's foundational like yeah man it's it's like yeah i think you got to start there you know totally totally um one thing i was wondering a lot about and i'm i'm this is maybe moving the conversation a little bit is the taking care of yourself part like we yeah. are all you know especially educators and i've known you for a long time man you go you go hard um uh, man i've i haven't had this much sleep in years and years and years and it's making me like i'm exercising more i'm eating better like it's crazy i'm yeah you're weird. on the row you're on the rowing machine today yeah 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 i just have more energy now because i'm sleeping better and the, I mean, your vir- virility is just shooting up, like shooting through the roof. It's, so virile. It's not, it's, it's not because <laughs> like, um, I think it's because I've had time to reevaluate everything, you know, like you get stuck in, in the rut of, it's not just the time. There's been a disillusionment, you hmm. know, where, where you, you've, I've been looking at, I've built my life around things that I felt were valuable at the time, but now you get an opportunity to really reflect and you're like, well, what is valuable, you know? It's like, oh, my health is valuable. The time I get to spend with my family is valuable. You know, the uh, getting good sleep is valuable, you know, like things like that. And, you know, connecting with the, my interests and hobbies and not considering like the things that people have been telling me are valuable all this time, but looking for like the value and the, the things that I'm pursuing and the interest in them. So, and for the people around me. I mean, so all that stuff is it's just different there's the disillusionment is like you know things that had precedence on what was valuable in my life is now be like ah i don't know if it was all that as valuable as the things that i wasn't paying as much attention to right that's awesome man so so that's why like i'm not like going out like you know how i'm gonna beat this coronavirus i'm gonna erg every day that's not that's not that it wasn't that thought it was more like that would be awesome if you could like (laughs) You could erase the virus on your rowing machine. <laughs> it's like your oxygen levels are going down. It's like, no, nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's like pedaling for like to, to power the Super Bowl commercial. Remember that? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fight coronavirus. Row it to death. That's awesome, man. <laughs> well, I think that's good. I, like that is a huge thing that I am noticing for myself and I'm noticing about other people is that this like completely blank slate that was dropped on us. Um, you know, I think it is having a really like difficult effect on some people. I think some people like, people. I think some people unlike me and maybe unlike you 
are just like pretty good at creating a situation for themselves that is balanced Mm -hmm. and they're maybe better at saying no to things and they're better at only taking on what they know they can do and they're better at prioritizing I'm not that good at that stuff. No, no, I'm terrible at that. I, I, and, I'll stretch myself so thin thinking that I can handle it, you know. Right. And so that, the, I, the, the maybe we call them like the healthy people, <laughs> like yeah. the, the sane people. Um, mm-hmm. They, they're maybe struggling more now. Whereas for, for me, and it sounds like for you too, like this blank slate is kind of thrilling. It's a reevaluation right. for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's no weekday. There's no weekend. We were talking about this the other day. I like Which, late. That's night. another thing. Like, like what's the week become if, if people are connecting and doing work like this, where it's like, Oh, it's not a work day. It's like, well, when you get to it and when there's time cut out in the day to do it, like right now, what time is it? It's, it's 11 like o'clock at night. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm just getting started. Like, because it's what I like. And I'm going to be up Mm -hmm. for another couple hours anyway, doing something. Right. And so, but other people went to bed at eight 30 and that's fine. Like, it's just a really interesting, like, um, I've been telling my wife, it's like, we're, we're living like a little bit more tribal style these days, you know, like, yeah, like here we are and we're all different and we're all unique and we all have to work together and, both we're playing with kids more we're hanging out with kids more we're also like kids are contributing more than they contributed before when it was like school after school activity maybe another one eat dinner as fast as we can go take a shower get ready for bed bed you know Mm -hmm. like my kids mowed the lawn yesterday i couldn't believe it it was like i came I was in the front yard and I don't even know what happened. And I heard the mower and then I go to the backyard and it's mowed. Yeah. I mean, my son only ran over one power tool cable. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just like, so that peeling back of all these things to see like, how would you actually spend time if you had it? And how would you spend time if you couldn't go to our social spaces either, not just work, but any social spaces. It really like changes things. I mean, you're, you're talking about like changing rooms in your house. Like it's affecting every facet of how we live. We're reevaluating well, stuff. Like well, what, else what are the you, messages? Yeah. From, what are the messages from the rest of the world we're seeing, right? You know, like, like here's the thing. Like we're in a worldwide pandemic right now. That's a crazy thought to wrap your mind around. That, 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 spanning borders cultures ages everything like everyone is dealing with this right now yep and you know uh and everyone is trying to figure it out so you know like what are some of the other things we're dealing with on a worldwide perspective you know like are those things going to come to the are we just going to forget about it once all this is over that maybe we're dealing with like global warming maybe we're dealing with like you know like the 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 socioeconomic kind of differences and and wealth distribution around the world. You know, like, what are we going to look at after this? Are we just going to, like, turn our heads away from it and realize that, oh, maybe, like, are we going to disconnect again? Like, it'd be weird, you know? So those are the messages we're getting. 